Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and I'm the creator of the show Moms Don't Have Time to Move and Shake because none of us have time to exercise and work out. And me, I'm probably shaking a little bit more than I wish I were. This is going to be a community-hosted podcast, not by me, but by a collection of women all over the country who are going to share their stories, struggles, and solutions, some with their own guests on their episodes, some without. Each one will be a wonderful sampler of a story that you can relate to or that might help you. And I hope that you all enjoy it. Moms don't have time to move and shake. Get moving. Hi. Welcome to the Moms Don't Have Time to Move and Shake podcast. And a big thanks to Zippy Owens for allowing me to share my story with all of you. My name is Tracy Morales. And while I'm not an author, regular podcaster, or social media influencer, I do have some material to share with you about my own personal journey towards a healthier life. I told you what I am not. And now I'm going to share with you what I am. A mother to four amazing young adults a mother to a stepson and three dogs, a mother-in-law, a grandmother, a wife, a sister, a daughter, a friend, a working professional, and a runner. Thus the title. I named this podcast Forward is a Speed for two reasons. The first is because I am a runner, and no matter if I'm running fast, slow, or in between, I always remember that forward is the speed. The other reason I titled my episode this way is, as I've gone through my own struggles, learning along the way, I've figured out a thing or two. The most important lesson I've actually learned and what I want to share with all of you today is that in order to change myself, I had to love myself exactly how I am. And the way I spoke to myself and thought about myself really matters. In other words, words matter. I'm sure all the authors out there will appreciate that. I feel like you hear this a lot. And sometimes when you're struggling, it's really hard to believe or even figure out where to begin. So I would like to share some of my personal history as it relates to health and wellness. I'll start at the beginning. When I hit puberty, I started gaining weight pretty steadily. I was active throughout junior high and high school, playing sports, dancing, doing drill team, but was always pretty heavy. In college, I discovered dieting and the success that I had turned into an eating disorder. I had restricted myself so much that I became borderline anorexic and then bulimic. Through counseling, I was able to recover, but it was a long and rocky road. Once I felt like I was steady enough on my feet, I decided to try to lose the weight I had regained and turned to Weight Watchers. I was successful in losing the weight again before getting married, and then life happened, and my husband and I had four children over the span of eight years. I was working full-time and raising the kids along with my husband and really took a back seat in terms of taking care of myself physically. I tried to stay active and periodically would try to diet, but never seemed to get it right or have enough time to devote to the process. As my kids got older, I was able to devote a little more time to myself. 
I had a new job and was lucky enough to connect with a dedicated runner who was patient with me. The first time I ran with her, I came back tomato red faced and swore I would never run with her again. But I did. And over time, I grew to love it. And we have become very close friends. For those of you out there who are runners or joggers, you understand. For those of you who don't, I highly encourage you to give it a try. And remember, forward is a speed. I still wasn't at an ideal weight, but continue to work slowly on weight loss, adding things like yoga, which was so great for my mental health and surprisingly for my physical strength as well. Years later, when I injured my knee and couldn't run for months, yoga saved me, allowing me to still be active. As I spent time focused inward, I started to change how I thought about myself and talk to myself. It was like a light bulb turned on. And I realized that in order to really change on the outside, I had to change on the inside first. At that moment, even though it wasn't easy, I realized I had to love myself exactly as I was. That shift in thinking helped me to change the way I talked to myself and thought about myself. So back to the title, forward is a speed. I love that metaphor. Anytime I spend moving forward, no matter if it's five minutes, 30 minutes, et cetera, is progress. Every day is a new day and I'm continuing on my journey, but I'm entering into a new chapter with my kids mostly grown. I'm starting to focus more on strength training in addition to running because I have watched how strength training has really changed all four of my children. During COVID, I lifted weights at home and recently got back into my work gym. My younger son put together a four-week program for me to start with, and I'm excited to see how I will be able to improve over time. My goal in the gym is to be able to do at least one pull-up. For anyone who hasn't seen JLo's new documentary, Halftime, I highly recommend it. She does multiple pull-ups on screen, so I'm convinced I should be able to do one too. I usually listen to audiobooks or podcasts while I work out. In addition to my podcast title, some of the other catchphrases that I use regularly, which I've mostly gotten from podcasts, include better is good, deliberate, not perfect, more than just a number, and I can do hard things. Again, all ways to strengthen my resilience and remember that I am awesome just the way I am, but I can also push myself a little further. I'm trying to be better about black and white thinking, allowing for a little more in between. Some examples of this as they relate to my fitness and health journey are, if I have a workout planned, but something gets in the way, I try not to sweat it, literally. I just go on to the next day or squeeze in a quick walk with the dogs. Some ways that make it easier for me to fit my exercise in include putting it on my calendar, scheduling, walking, hiking, or jogging with friends. It's a great way to get out of the house, spend time together, and it's such an opportunity for free counseling. I also like to think that I'm helping my friends that are going out with me. Oftentimes, someone will tell me, if you weren't showing up today, I wouldn't have gone out either. We keep each other accountable. 
My renewed focus on my strength training has also improved my running. I used to have to stop a lot and am able to run without stopping for the most part. My running goal currently is to train and run a full marathon. I plan to run the Portland Marathon in honor of my brother, Mike, who I lost two years ago to a heart attack. He and my sister-in-law lived in Portland, so it will be hard mentally, but I know he will be right there alongside me and I'll be remembering I can do hard things. On the food front, I like to use an 80-20 rule and spend most of my time eating whole foods, lean protein, lots of fruits and veggies, lots of water, and occasionally some fun food. I don't think there's anything off limits unless you have some type of food intolerance. I have started investigating macro counting recently, but for right now, I'm focused on trying to eat more protein so that I can have the energy and achieve my goals. By adjusting my internal voice and the way in which I think about myself, I feel like I have been able to start to look at things from a different perspective. Recently, I went and had a body composition test done so that I knew what my lean body mass was versus my body fat percentage. The number was kind of a shock to the system, but once I got over it, I was able to look at it and remind myself, it's a measurement, something I can use to guide me on my journey and come back to in six or nine months to measure progress. It's only a number and it doesn't define my value as a person. I like to think about the oxygen mask analogy. For many years, I was putting everybody else's masks on first and my own on last. I now realize that I did the best I could at the time, but perhaps if I had had put on my own mask first and spent a little more time on myself, I may have been able to change my inner voice earlier. I don't have any regrets. For the last two decades, I really was the CEO of our household, and now I can be the CEO of me. My own lessons learned and what I'd like to share with all the moms out there are try to get some movement in your day. Even if it's just for a short time or you have to split it up, devote some time to physical exercise. You will feel so much better and may end up having more patience with your family. Remember to eat your protein, especially as we get older, we need more protein because we lose muscle mass as we age. There is tons of information on the internet or social media, and I encourage you to do your research and talk to a professional if it's a possibility. If not, there are plenty of sound resources out there. I keep a list of high protein snacks on my fridge that I got off of someone's Instagram. So things like that are an easy way to keep it in front of you. Incorporate strength training into your overall fitness routine. There are endless free YouTube videos you can follow, and you can start with light to medium dumbbells. You can even use cans of food or gallons of water if that's all you have handy. And last, do something for your mental well-being, whether it's meditation, prayer, therapy, gardening. Spend some time focused on your mind and soul. And finally, remember that no matter how slow your progress, forward is a speed. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this is encouraging and you recognize that each day is an opportunity to take care of yourself. Thank you to Zibby for the opportunity. Thank you to my fellow co-hosts and thank you to all who are listening. You are awesome exactly as you are. 
Thanks for listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Move and Shake. Get moving.